Welcome to Platform Church Rested Life Conversations. Platform is a young, dynamic, multidimensional church. We offer inspirational, practical, and relevant teaching that is applicable for your daily living. At Platform, our teaching is relevant to people of all ages, race, color, nationality, and of different socioeconomic backgrounds. At Platform Church, we believe that the rested life is a reality for us. For more information, visit platformchurch.co.za. Enjoy the rested life conversations. Now, here is your host, Darlington Steve. All right, family, tonight um, we're going to be having a discussion that I that 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 was born. Um, I think I think the the, the 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 service has already been prepared yesterday, but all of a sudden I had a privilege for me to to listen to a young man who I so much respect. Uh, I think my wife showed me about his podcast that he did called Voice Temple Choir. And when I, when I was watching his video that he did in Covenant Nation all the way in Nigeria, which was yesterday, he was in Nigeria, he was having a speech on the Workers' Day in Nigeria, and so on. By the time I was watching the video just towards this evening before coming live on air, one of the things that really strike me is the possibility of what you can conceive in your mind. Hear me. When you look at Vusit and Bekwayo, and this is me, for instance, just talking about it within an average context of everyone in Africa. When you look at this man, this was a man that was literally born like one of us. When he shared a story one time, all of the possibility for him to be where he is today, he never got it, what he called, on a, on a platter of it is my right or it's an handout. No, it was something that he perceived and he conceived and he begins to walk around it. I remember on the video, and, and people do not understand why for almost close to about one minute plus, this guy was just quiet. He never knew what to say. Because for the first time, I don't know if I'll use the word for the first time, but standing on a huge platform, he knows the power of the platform in which he's standing upon and looking at himself that I am just a Zulu boy from all the way of one land called South Africa, standing on this place called Nigeria, speaking to these millions of people that are looking at me both live and online. How did I get here? I could bet you that that is one of the thinking in which he is thinking. But guess what? Regardless of the fact that he is bemused and appreciative of the possibility, it has to do with the power of his mind. The power of his mind. <laughs> I was laughing where I posted, I sent that very particular thing to a couple of my friends because for me it blessed me. And one was somebody was just trying to raise a point around the fact that is he born again? Is it decent stuff? I'm happy that all of that. I, I was just like, I'm like, is, is that what we're talking about now? Hear me, let me say this to help somebody. Every one of us, the day you give your life to Jesus, let me make you understand this. The salvation reality of Christ is at work in you. And that is why the Bible makes us to understand that you have to work out your own salvation. It has been given to you. It's like a child that was born from the mother's womb. There is a possibility that the child must learn at a particular stage. That child must learn how to stand up and walk. It is the responsibility of the child to do so. It must let. Do you notice that if the child does not make an intention of standing to walk, you get panicked. You go see a doctor. Why is it that this very particular child is not walking and all of that? Guess what? In the investment that God has invested in us, he has put in every factors of our life under this mystery called salvation that at every point in time, there are some certain level of access or certain level of influence that you must be operating in. You must be operating. And I remember I said, I responded to this very particular pastor. I said to him, I said, see, hear me. Just the same way you were talking about Vusit and Bakwai, let me say this to you in a clear term. 
I said, the same way you and I, we are working out our own salvation. Let's be slow in terms of throwing stones at people just because you do not understand their struggle. Be very slow. In fact, let me not use the word be very slow. Do not even engage on it. Because everybody has a place where it pains them. It's just the fact that they know how to put Mary Kay or they know how to put makeup that you don't see the pain that they are going through. And so before you try to cast stone on people, be very conscious of your own pain so that nobody also throw pain at you. And I said to him, I said, see, listen, let's just work out our own salvation. That's the only thing. Because the Bible gave us a clear command about this thing called salvation. And that's why every month for us as Platform Church, we come in on the first or on the third for us to work out that month. It's our responsibility to work out the month of May. And that responsibility has been given to us. And to say, Lord, on the first three days of May, I am going to short-circuit myself in terms of the privilege I need to enjoy just because I need to program the possibility that this month carry. Ah. And so because of that, I'm going to read a scripture. Then on that scripture, we're going to pray. We're going to pray. It's a prayer meeting. It's a prayer meeting. It's a prayer meeting. We're going to pray. Because hear me, when we talk about this concept of work, hear me, everybody has to work. Everybody. We also see Jesus working out his own salvation when he was on planet Earth. We saw it. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 5 verse 17. John 5, 17, Jesus was telling the disciple, he says, he says, what my, he says, see, but Jesus answered them and said, my father has been working until now and I have been working also. So I tell people, work is not a crime. It is toiling that is a crime. Because why God did not create man and say man should just sit down and do nothing. No, let's, let's even look at, let's look, let me take you to Genesis chapter 2 verse 15. Genesis 2, 15. Because we are going to work in prayer, we are going to work in intelligence, we are going to work in creative thinking. I remember I was watching that very particular video of Rusin Abekwayo, <laughs> and I'm just laughing in my mind, and I was saying to a particular different pastor entirely, I said, the, the place that the body of Christ has missed it, this is my own belief, where we have missed it, we have replaced the place of thinking and strategic planning and vision. We have replaced all of that under the name of grace. Hear me. When Jesus came in, read your Bible, John chapter 1, he makes us to understand. When Jesus came, Jesus came with grace and the truth. There is a grace dimensions which qualifies you for you to enter into rest, but there is a truth dimensions which qualify that rest to become a reality. Because just because you have the salvation or the grace is there does not mean that the truth is not also, the truth is not needed. He said Jesus came in a man form, but he came in grace and in truth. Now, let's look at Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. So that for you to understand, because I've heard pastors argue with me that, no, man is supposed to just sleep and wake up and manna will fall from heaven. I said, I don't know the Bible we are reading. That's, it cannot be the Bible that I'm reading. It cannot be. And I believe it's not the kind of Bible that God wanted us to read. It's not. Look at Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. Look at what it says. In the Amplified Version, the Bible says, So the Lord took the man that he made. At least I like the fact that God was very particular. <laughs> you know, when I was reading the scripture, I laughed. I said, so it looks as if there are other men that he did not make. <laughs> I'm sorry, when I read the Bible, I, I enjoy, I, I, I have fun with it. I said, the Bible says, and God took the man that he made and settled him in the garden of, the, I mean, in the garden of Eden to do what? To cultivate and to do what? And to keep it. Two things were powerful in that scripture. That man has the license to cultivate, to cultivate your life, to cultivate your family, to cultivate your children. You are seeing some certain things that is happening that you don't like. The strength for you to cultivate it, that part has been given to you as a responsibility. 
He says, and God took the man that he created. He says, and he settled him. For some of you, he settled you in that job. He settled you in that marriage. He settled you in South Africa. For some of us, he settled us in Nigeria. Wherever you find yourself listening to me, God took the man, settled you where you are. And he says, on the strength of where you have been settled, now cultivate it. If the strength to cultivate it is not there, that God has not implanted in our life, we will not, let me mean, God will not say cultivate. He knew that he has given us capacity to cultivate. He has given us that. He says cultivate and keep it. The reason why he says keep it is because he knows that the devil will come to want to fight it away from your hand. He knows that on this earth that you are currently, I have factored in all the possibility for you to live the rested life. But hear me, there is two things that guarantees that thing to become a reality. You must cultivate it, number one, and you must trust God and trust yourself to keep that which you are cultivating. Not everyone who go to farm come back with a proper harvest and keep the harvest for the next rainy season. Some people go to farm, and this is one of the prayers we're going to pray. Every spirit and everything that is causing death in our life, we're going to push in that very particular place. Many of us go to office, come back and eat the bread of sorrow. That, that is not your portion. In the name of Jesus. Because as far as God is concerned, the ability for you to keep that thing he has given us. Many of us go to office, come back and we're wondering, oh boy, 30 days make one pay. And yet you can't find that one pay. And you are thinking, is this how my life is going to look like? And all of a sudden, in the mercy of God, he still make you understand that in this month of May, he has called it our month of marvelous things. He knows that marvelous things is there. He knows. He says, and God settled man. And he put man in the east of the garden. And he gave him two responsibilities. Cultivate and keep. Cultivate and keep. How many of us, if I will ask you, how many of us are busy cultivating our spiritual life or cultivating our physical life? Or you are leaving it to what will be, will be. And this is one of the dangerous angles that the devil has put many of us as believers. No, I'm waiting on God. Let me say this. God is waiting on you. Take the step of faith. Knock the doors. Go meet. Do things that you know that, okay, God, you know there's a popular saying. It's not in the Bible. Because people say, uh, the Bible says, heaven help those who help themselves. It's never in the Bible. That statement is not in the Bible. I bet you it's not there. I've taken my time to search. I did all. It's not there. But what they are trying to say, that the responsibility that you decided to act upon, God in his infinite mercy will join a way of helping you route a possibility. So because of that, you hear them tell you, heaven help those who help themselves. But hear me, even with that, it has been placed in man to do two things, to cultivate and to keep. Cultivating your spiritual life, cultivating your physical life, cultivating your emotional life, cultivating anything that is of importance to you. Hear me? That responsibility has been given to you. It has been given to you. Every day I wake up because of the family of rest and the family I came out from called the John's family and the one that God is helping me to build now called the Omeza family. So because of that, I have three family, the platform family, the Omeza family, the John's family. Every time there is a responsibility on me, I'm not even thinking about my biological parent that even gave back to me. No responsibility on me to make sure that if anything will have to work out, it has to be on the fact that I played my part. I cultivate it and I learn how to keep it. Let's look at this scripture before we get to pray. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Genesis 1 28. Genesis 1 28. 
Oh, yes, you need to learn how to cultivate. And you need to learn how to keep. Somebody, I wanted to say to yourself, I will cultivate and I will keep. <laughs> say it with confidence and boldness, I will cultivate and I will keep. Genesis 1.28, I'm reading from the Amplified Version, the AMP. Look at what the Bible says. I like the AMP here. It's a popular scripture we all like reading. I don't want to read it from the um, King James. I like to read it from the Amplified because it's going, to, it's going to put some certain things we're going to be praying about a few minutes from now. The Bible says, uh, and God blessed them. Who was the them he blessed? The man that he put in the Garden of Eden in Genesis 2.15. So we see that before, man put, before God put man in the Garden of Eden in Genesis 2.15, God had to put, it's what I call an empowerment strategy, which is the blessing. And as a result of the blessing, look at what the Bible says. And God blessed them. What is the blessing? Granting them certain authority. <laughs> you know, as I'm saying this, I remember, I think it was yesterday or two days ago. I can't even remember. I think it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. I was watching. I, I don't know. I, I, I have a way where I, I program my phone. My phone showed me what I want to see. I don't just see anything. There's certain things you see. I don't see it. So this very particular, my phone decided to, based on the settings, I put my phone and even on the, the news portal that I, that I listened to. So my phone then decided to send me 30, um, what's it called, 30 Arab billionaires. <laughs> my issue is not about the, billion, the billions that they have. My issue is about what gave me a thought and a serious meditation was the kind of business they were doing, literally. You would think that because these guys, for lack of a better word, are Muslims, that they will not go into that very particular business. And I bet you those are businesses that Christian, Christian would tell you why it is not. My mind, I'm thinking, oh my God. One of them were in one guy like that, he was in banking as much as he was in banking, was in real estate. Some of one, one guy owned the whole business that he was doing was just to produce carpet. <laughs> as I was watching all of these 30, 30 millionaires in Arab. I was looking at all the ideas of businesses that this guy were doing. And in my mind, I'm thinking, how many of us in the church has actually woken up to that very particular reality that that business is not only available for those Arab guys in court who are Muslims, it's also available for us Christians. It's available for us Christians. But we would rather sit down and blame the devil, blame our father, blame our mother, blame why things are not working, including the government, and even blame your kitchen. Because you try to own the stove at a particular time, it doesn't want to come on. You blame your kitchen, blame everything. It is up to you to cultivate. <laughs> Look at what it says. It says, and God blessed them, granted them certain authority, and says to them, it says, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. Look at the fourth one that is sweet. It says, and subjugate it. What does it mean to subjugate? It means to put it under your control. To subjugate it. God knows that things will come that will make it look as if it is out of your control. He said, but on the strength of my blessing, I have given you the capacity to push and to subjugate it. Which means put them under your control. Just because everyone, is, everyone lost their job and you also among them that lost their job. There are some certain confessions that do not come out of your mouth. You subjugate the confession of saying things that are negative. You put it under your control. He says, and rule over. He says, the fish of the sea. The birds of the air and every living thing that moveth upon the face of the earth. But look at what it says there. The fourth thing, it says subjugate. Subjugate. Putting things under your control. Putting things. If you look at that scripture, three things stand out for me. Three things. Number one, when it talks about ruling over, I mean having dominion. 
He says, number one, having dominion over the fish of the sea. What does it mean? It's having dominion, the ability for you to engage in businesses. Business. See, if we want to experience marvelous things, let me tell you the truth. After we finish praying and fasting, in fact, why you are praying and fasting? Because I don't want to say after, because I'm doing the same thing. Why you are praying and fasting? Your ability for you to carry another book. I know you have your spiritual book, but have a physical book where you write ideas that you need to implement. Because hear me, there are levels of wealth transfer that God wants to give to the body of Christ. But we are not at the right place for us to be able to get those transfer to come to us. And it's a big problem. Big one. I know many of us, I remember when somebody was arguing with me. The Bible says the wealth of the sinners is laid up for the righteous. And so therefore, I collect the wealth of the sinners. I collect the wealth of the sinners. When this guy was shouting that in the church I went to, I was looking at him, I was just laughing. I'm like, how ignorant this. As powerful as that scripture is, the guy interpreted it very wrongly. You want to get the wealth of the sinners? Before you pray that prayer, make sure that you are doing business that sinners can patronize. Then you can then open your mouth and say, Lord, based on this business I'm doing, I call forth on this scripture that says the wealth of the sinners is laid up for the righteous. Lord, I am trading in consulting. I am trading in finance. I am trading in government, art and culture. You carry that scripture and you benchmark it on the work that you are doing. Watch God turn the wealth of the sinners to come to you. Many of us pray that prayer, but we've done have, we lack the understanding to understand how to play in that field. Where the wealth of the sinners is. And let me say so. It's not as the, 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 when the Bible says the wealth of the sinners and co. It doesn't mean that that very particular wealth has a sin in it. It's just the fact that Christians refuse to play in that very particular field. And so the sinners went there and they built a wealth. But the wealth actually, they are actually a tenant waiting for you, the landlord, to come and play in that field. So that they can transfer that money to you. The wealth of the sinners being laid for for the righteous. But the righteous must understand that where the sinners are playing and the few that the sinners are doing business, we are called to appear in that very particular space. If you have that knowledge and understanding, you will, as Jesus says here, subjugate. I mean, as God says here, subjugate and put everything under your control. The fishes of the sea talks about treasure and the ability to do business. Number two, the fowls of the air. What does it mean? Having control over systems and structures. Controls over systems and structures controls over systems and structures and it says and everything that moves on the earth now for me this is when i look at everything that moves on the earth what is the business that come to mind cattle business transportation business oil business because oil business move under the earth <laughs> the oil move from from what's called from from rusting bed i mean the coal move from rusting bed to sasoil or from whatever everything you say everything that moves on the earth, it says that how many of us as a church, and this is me provoking you, so that by the time you go back today, tomorrow, hear me, you may not have the idea on how to start that very particular mining company, but write it down. And like I said to you, Servitor Without Number, when you think about a thing long enough, you will create the equivalent material needed to produce that thing. Let me say it again. If you think about a particular thing long enough, you will create the equivalent material to produce that very particular thing. Why am I saying this? My younger brother is currently now alive. He's listening to me. I remember about a few I think it was even last year, if I, don't remember, if, I, if I can remember very well, last year or so. He just came up with this very particular crypto talk. Crypto, is it crypto, cryptocurrency talk and stuff. And in my head, I've been hearing about it. And I looked at him like, young man, young man, leave me alone. That's a problem. But it gets to a particular point in time. 
My eyes begin to open and God begin to show me that, hey, oh boy, this place you are saying, no, 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 no. So better look at it again, no. And I, wrote, I remember I wrote it down. Check out cryptocurrency world. And I begin to take interest in it. To take interest in it. As I begin to take interest, gradually, gradually, I find myself now playing that crypto this thing whereby you buy crypto when it's in the slow, you sell it when it's in the high, all of this. I'm, I'm busy, I'm, I'm honest, I'm telling you the truth. You buy it when it's low, you sell it when it's high, and all of that. For instance, now literally I can tell you point blank that if you want to buy one cryptocurrency that is currently now, I think today, by Thursday, that currency will go up. It's called Litecoin. That's how much I studied that, that coin. I studied it as if I'm studying my name. <laughs> So now you buy the thing when the thing is 1,700 because I bet you between Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, the thing is going to grow to 1,800. You can then sell it and make that extra money. And that's what the thing about cryptocurrency is quite funny. And so when my younger brother tell me about it, I said, ah, but guess what? I don't want to give you two details. As I'm sitting, I think about that crypto space long enough to the point that by the time we were creating a particular platform, I had to push the guys, find a way because I know that that system, it is not in South Africa. I thought of it long enough. And all of a sudden, we create a system that can actually benchmark whether you carry your crypto and you can spend your crypto as if you are using your FNB card to buy something. How did I get there? I think, let me, let me be honest, it was not prayer only. I will tell you the truth. It was not prayer only. There are nights I wake up. I say, God, thank you because you are sitting. Today, we are doing thinking. And I put God to sit down in front of me. Lord, how does this thing work? And before I know what was going on, I was writing ideas. Check this place, check this, check this, check this, check this. And to cut the long story short, I sat back yesterday, I looked at it, I said, Kai, indeed, when you think about something long enough, you will create the equivalent material needed to produce that very particular thing. It says, and God gave them dominion. It says, over the fowls, I mean, the fish of the sea, which means the treasures that are inside the seas, the, the systems of business, over the beds of the air, it talks about having controls over systems and structures. Because you know, the reason why it's called the bed of the air, you know systems and structures, you don't see them, but you feel them. <laughs> you don't see them, but you feel them. For instance, I'm going to say as a foreigner, for lack of a better word, you don't see the system that home affairs have put, but you feel it when you want to renew your paper. <laughs> the systems, are there. you don't see it, but it is when you go there, you will feel the system. How home affairs keep changing the goalposts as if you are like, okay, but the goal is here. Now let me go and carry the ball and come and score. By the time you get here, the, the goal is that side. You're like, what the hell? You feel it. And that is what it means. It says having control over the beds of the air and everything that lives upon the earth. With that being said tonight, we're going to pray. There are seven strategic prayers we're going to pray. And after then, I'm going to be out of your face. Seven strategic prayers. And these seven strategic prayers, I'm going to be saying it in a few seconds, few minutes, and so that we can then pray. I use all of this to bring to this very particular seven areas that God can help man regardless of our insufficiency. And that is where the rested life comes in. That if you can trust God on your rest, in your insufficiency, he will make you look as if you are sufficient enough. Areas that God can help man regardless of our insufficiency. Number one area. Is what I call the restoration part of man. See, let me say this. There are a lot of things men have lost. Some of us, the biggest thing we've lost is called time. How to regain that time at this season, it can only take God for us to regain time. Some of you, you can be honest. See, it's not about money. See, you can get money, but time, you can't get time. And the only way God can be able to factor in some financial rest for you 
it has to be on the strength of restoration of times. If you can get back time, and what is the time? You can get back time in a too powerful way. The ability for you to be able to put a product that God can be able to use to supplement his strategy of wealth transfer. And number two, for God to give you speed, regardless of the fact that time is gone. Because if God can factor speed for you in the business that you are doing, you will catch up as if you've never wasted time. We are going to pray. This number first prayer, the place of prayer, the place of restoration. <laughs> Hear me? Joel chapter 2 from verse 25 and 26. It says, and I will restore unto you the years that the locust has eaten. It says, and the canker worms and the caterpillars and the palmer worms and my great army which I send among you. It says, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God. It says that had dealt what? Wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. There is a never be ashamed that God promised us, which is one of the wondrous things that is available for us this month, the force of restoration. You are going to open your mouth, you are going to look at your life and places that you feel as if you have lost count. For many of you, you've lost opportunities that only God can help you restore some of those opportunities. For some of you, those opportunities may not come back. I hear you, but God can create another appointment that can guarantee that opportunity to become a reality again in your life. You are going to open your mouth. You are going to cry before your father. You hear me? The two things God gave us, cultivate and keep it. Somebody need to cry today, Lord, now I know it is my responsibility to cultivate. What are the factors that guarantees restoration to come? And when the thing has been restored, trust God for wisdom on how to keep those things. Because, hear me, just because the thing comes does not mean that the enemy will not show up again. Paul got it right when he says, a great door has been opened unto me, but there are adversaries at the levels of the door that is currently available to me. Hear me, every adversary that you are currently experiencing, it is because a door is about to be opened and there is an adversary that is saying that this part you will not enter. You are going to open your mouth. You are going to cry before your father, Lord, in this month of wondrous things, Lord, in this month of marvelous things, cause a restoration effect to happen in my life. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Lord, I understand tonight that on the strength of your mercy, on the strength of your power, on the strength of the mandate for this month, there are marvelous things available. But God, in my life right now, I have lost opportunities. I have lost times. I have lost resources. I have lost manpower. I have even lost my faith. Lord, I cry tonight, restore me again. Restore my life again. Restore my fortune again. Restore my career again. He says, I will restore all the years. Somebody open your mouth. You were supposed to be millionaire at the age of 40. You were supposed to be millionaire at the age of 20. But now you are getting to 49 and quarter. For some of you, you are actually close to 99 and quarter. But yet you are still feeding from hand to mouth. Over 90 years has come and gone. Lord, I cry for restoration. Lord, restore unto me. Restore unto me. Restore unto me. Restore unto me. Lord, in this month 
out of me. I understand that I have to cultivate in prayers. I have to cultivate in fasting. I have to cultivate in my faith walk with you. Lord, I declare tonight everything that has been stolen, everything that I have lost, the years that I've lost, Lord, I call on the restoration possibility. Let it hit me tonight. Let it hit me tonight. In the name of Jesus. As you are praying that prayer, I'm going to pray this next prayer. Every powers of hell that have stolen possibilities in my life, every powers of hell that have sponsored death in my business, death in my career, they have sponsored death even in my times. Lord, I declare tonight, let the vengeance dimensions of God, let it respond to all of those forces and guarantees my restoration. Well, put your mouth and pray, Lord, the things that I've lost, the forces of darkness, the forces of death that is shooting around my finance, shooting around my marriage, shooting around my children. Lord, I bring it up before you tonight. Let there be a mass bear let vengeance go for my sake. Reto shabalika kosiata. Arete meneko shabalaka nenonosata. Ebreta kosha manaka kredosia. Arete meneko sehida barata samatosa. Ebina kroto shehilata. Rinos apale konatiarita. Lord, I call for restoration. I call for restoration. I call for restoration. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In the name of Jesus. We're going to pray this next prayer point. Number two. What is the prayer we're going to pray to God tonight? Huh. We're going to pray for position and strategy. Position and strategy. Hear me. Every man's blessing is at the mercy of the place you are positioned. Every man's blessing. Where you position determines what you possess in that very particular place. Every man's blessing is at the mercy of your positioning. Go to a land that will show you Abraham. If Abraham did not go to that very particular promised land, he will not have been blessed. Every man's blessing is at the mercy of where they are positioned. The only reason why Adam lost the blessings, Adam lost the dominion mandate, was not because he cheated on his wife, was not because he has a maquip somewhere, it was not because they lied to anything. He shifted position. He shifted position. And on that very particular mistake that guy made, he brought decay and death that man is currently suffering. Position. Position. Look at what the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Look at how it says this here. It says, but you are a chosen generation. You must understand that you have been chosen by God and stay like that. It says, and a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own procession. It says that you may proclaim the excellency of him who has called you from where? Out of darkness into what? Marvelous light. There is a marvelous light. I told you that this month is a month of marvelous things. Including the marvelous things. There is a light dimension. That if you position in it so well. You can be able to command the blessings. You can call for those things that be not as though they are. And they literally respond to you. You are going to open your mouth on this prayer of position. Because I don't want to talk too much. It's a prayer meeting. I've said, it, I've said a lot of stuff in a few minutes past. You are going to pray. Lord, the place that I have missed. That the enemy is currently using to bite me as if I do not exist. The place I have missed 
for Adam, the Bible says, and the Lord came down to the garden at a certain time to meet him where he was supposed to be. And God was looking for Adam. There are many of you, the position you are supposed to be in the spirit realm and even in the physical, you are nowhere to be found. You are going to cry for mercy tonight, Lord, the marvelous thing that you have said, that you have programmed for this month, the marvelous, he says, let's look at the scripture. He says, for his, I mean, a people of his own possession, that you may proclaim what the excellency of God who has called you out from where? From dark, which means you have been called out from darkness and you are now operating in a marvelous light. Among all the many things, that say dimensions of light that if you can carry, you will make your life look beautiful as if you are doing no work added to it. But you know now that I am cultivating my life. We are going to pray. Lord, the position that I have missed that has brought forth all this darkness in my life, Lord, by your mercy, eradicate all the darkness. The position that I have missed that have brought forth all this nonsense, Bought by your mercy, Lord, position me back again. I come back like the prodigal son. I come back into my light. I come back into the, the Bible says that he has called you out from darkness, which means you do not need to be in there. You have been called out, but yet you are still experiencing darkness. My question to you is, where is your position? Open your mouth and cry to your father. Lord, I am having a right standing with you tonight for me to enjoy marvelous things in my my business, marvelous things in my career, marvelous things in my, with my ministry, marvelous things, Father, in the things that I do. That is a place called position in this month. Lord, reposition me tonight. Lord, reposition me tonight. Lord, reposition me tonight. I know that I've allowed darkness to find expression in my life. But, Father, on the strength of your mercy, on the strength of the finished work of Christ on the cross of Calvary, on the strength that the glory has been given to man. Lord, I ask tonight, position Platform Church. Let Platform Church be positioned in a way where all of its members, they enjoy rest on every side. Lord, I labor tonight and I labor as usual. Let Platform Church be positioned. Let Platform members be positioned. Everyone listening to me tonight, let your life be positioned for an undiluted rest, for an undiluted performance of God for an undiluted advancement. Lord, we call for tonight that the power of the Holy Spirit position us tonight. Somebody call the help of the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, help me tonight. Help me for the repositioning. Help me for the repositioning. Father, position me. Ezimena kroso belekete na kosa hita. Rata kosa belete lika kosa hita. Harata menekosalata. He says, but to all who did not receive him, he says to all who did receive him, he said to whom he gave the right to become the children of God. You are the children of God. You have the right to become. You have been given the right. Lord, on the strength of my right, position me tonight. Position me tonight. I take my place as a royal priesthood. I take my place as a holy nation. I take my place as a chosen generation. Somebody declare tonight, I have been called out from darkness.
darkness. I operate in the light of Christ. Use your mouth to write your story. I have been called out from darkness. I operate in the light of Christ. I have been called out from darkness. I operate in the light of Christ. As I operate in this light, I do not lack insight. I do not lack ideas. I do not lack destiny helpers. I do not lack promotion. I do not lack open doors because light shines in darkness and darkness cannot comprehend it. On the strength of this light, every darkness in my life, I command you out. Every darkness, every poverty, every lack, every begging and borrowing, living as if I do not exist. Every of those misfortune on the strength of this light, on the strength of the marvelous light that he has called me into, I speak to you darkness. Pack your load out of my life. Somebody open your mouth and make a prayer. Yes, Lord. We thank you for marvelous light. 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 Somebody tonight, you're about to see clearly. You're about to see what to do. On the strength of your position, you're about to see what to do. God is opening your eyes to see. He's opening your ears to hear. Your heart is about to be able to connect with the Spirit of God on your inside. And you'll be able to make some certain steps. You are going to take some certain steps you never knew you have the boldness for. You are going to knock some certain doors you never knew that you have the boldness to knock. You are going to make some certain demands on the strength of this light that is currently available this month for you. You are going to make some certain business decision that the people will look at you and say it does not make sense. You will tell them I have, I have the marvelous light and the marvelous things is available for me. In Jesus mighty name we pray. We're going to make this next prayer point. Number three prayer. What is this prayer number three? We're going to pray when we talk about marvelous things this month. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, it says, and God blessed him, and God says, multiply. He says, be fruitful first. He said, multiply. And I like the third one. He said, fill the earth. Some scripture says, replenish. I like the word fill. The filling the earth means that my name must be global, that everybody who, you know, you know, you know sometimes I pray some certain prayers that, because this, this is how you pray. See, as long as you can get the scripture that backs your conviction of what you want to say, you don't let me help you. You don't necessarily need to say the word verbatim. It is the revelation behind that scripture that guarantees your confession for proclamation. I'll say it again. The revelation behind the scripture, it is what guarantees your confession that you then use to proclaim anything to become. Your guarantee. So, for example, when the Bible says he's called you out of darkness into marvelous light, what does marvelous light mean? Which means I have insight and foresight. Now, the revelation that projects that very particular marvelous light. So, you don't need to now go, but God, you know your word says X, Y, Z. Let me tell you, he knows. Let me help you. He knows what it is in he, that Bible. He knows what is there. Now, the only part that guarantees your answer, what does that scripture mean to you? That is, that is where the thing comes from. What does it mean to you? It is not good for a man to be alone. And God said, let us make man. I mean, what's it called? And God created a woman for, for, for Adam and stuff. And all of a sudden, you are single. And you now look at that scripture, you think. 
So which means in the lexicon of God's calendar, I am not supposed to be single. So which means God wanted man to be maritally settled. Then you carry that scripture, interpret it in Zulu, Pedi, Shangani, Yoruba, Hausa, Ibo, Ebira, whatever. And you carry that scripture, echo it back in your own light. That's why if you hear me, I tell you, the biggest prayer for the believer, Lord, open the eyes of my understanding. Hear me, understanding has an eye. Understanding has an eye. Not everybody that is in the class understand what the teacher is teaching. Not every, that's why you can see literally that there is a level after exam is done and result come. There are some that take first. And there are some, I don't call them that take last. There are some that carry the whole class. <laughs> you see some, they take first. Some carry the whole class. Say, so, okay, we are 20. So I carry the whole class, 20 out of 20. But some that just literally take first. Because why? the difference between the person who carry first and the one who carry 20 is understanding. There is a level of that. Number three, what is the prayer? We're going to pray for wealth, increase, and inheritance. Wealth, increase, and inheritance. It's in your Bible. Don't say this man is too circular. It's in your Bible. Exodus chapter 12, verse 36. Exodus 12, 36. That's why many of us, has, me, see, me, I called money. I told my wife, I said, officially now, we are not making money again anymore in rand. No. Mm -mm. So when we talk, we talk things in dollars. As a matter of fact, I think I remember yesterday that something that my wife and I, we decided to do. We just decided to buy a particular product in dollars. <laughs> it was just nice. <laughs> it was just nice. I know, just, just, just. We're trying to test something like, let's just pay in dollars. And it was good. I just see there are things you can buy in dollars. It's sweet. <laughs> you know, you buy, you make money in dollars and you spend it in rand. Now, some of you here, you understand what I'm saying. There are some of my beautiful family of rest that uh, you know what it means when you make money in dollars and you come back from that very particular appointment and you are spending it in, it, it just makes sense. Somebody needs to pray, Lord, I received the grace to make money in dollars. In fact, pray that prayer in just one minute. Lord, I received the grace to make money in dollars and spend it in rand. It's a grace. The Bible says he is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. So there is a grace dimension that commands for wealth. I want you to open your mouth in just one minute. I don't know why I feel we should pray that prayer. Lord, the grace to make money in dollars and spend it in rand. For some of you, the grace to make money in pounds and spend it in rand. The grace to make money in euro and spend it in rand. Do not call Naira. Don't call, don't call any of the African country. Leave it alone. The grace to make the highest currency. And spend it in the local. Lord, I receive of that grace. I receive of that insight. I receive of that ideas. I receive of that opportunity. As you are praying that prayer, I'm joining my faith that God is going to connect you in a source that will make you make money in these foreign currencies. Open your mouth and call for that grace. Lord, I receive the grace to make money in dollars and spend it in rand. I receive an idea that makes me start a business in dollars and I spend in rand. I receive an idea. I receive a promotion that will guarantee me receiving salary. Yes, say that. I receive a promotion that guarantees me to receive salary in dollars and spend it in rand. In Jesus' mighty name of brain. I know for somebody say, you said, but this is Africa, who pays you in dollars? Ah! Your mind is still limited. Oh? Hey. There's a particular woman, I don't want to mention her name. My wife knows the woman very well. Ah! That woman won't be one of your financial institutions in this country. <laughs> Guess what? Her salary is in dollars. I'm telling you, her salary is, I know the woman one on one. That's why I know that people can earn salary in this country in dollars. Her salary is literally in dollars. When she converted to rand, and I remember one time the husband was trying to make the wife retire. The wife was like, never. 
Retire? No, it ain't going to happen. Never. Till date, you're still working in that company. Receiving salary in dollars and spending it in rand. Imagine. It is there. We're going to pray. Let's look at this. Exodus, we're still on wealth increase and inheritance. Exodus chapter 12, verse 36. I'm reading from the NIV. Exodus 12, 36. I'm going to try to finish this seven before my time. I promise to close at my one hour, 15 minutes. Don't worry. He said, the Lord, he said, the Lord had made the Egyptian to do what? To favorably dispose towards the people and they gave them what they asked for. So they plundered the Egyptians. He says, the Lord disposed favor on the children of Israel when they were in Egypt. It says that they gave them what they asked for. If you read it from the King James Version, they were asking for trinkets, gold, diamonds, silver. The Bible says the Lord gave them that favor. When the children of Israel left Egypt, ah, that country went into, for lack of a football term, it's called relegation. In the business term, it's called junk state. They went into a financial junk. Their Moody's rating was zero minus, in fact, minus 200 over 200. It was this, let me tell you the reason why Pharaoh pursued the children of Israel. Let me tell you the reason. It was not because those guys were smart. Mm -mm. The reason why he pursued them was the economic power that has shifted into the hand of the children of Israel. He wasn't pursuing them for, let them go and worship. They can go and worship their God on the other side. If they don't have money, no problem. But when he discovered the wealth that these guys has plundered, ah, forget it, he chased them. Sometimes even the enemy will attack your finance because he knows that if your financial life is set to that is a way you will sponsor the kingdom of God. And so because of that, he will come with every attack to fight your wealth, fight your increase, and fight your inheritance. Look at what it says in Isaiah chapter 45, 1 to 3. I'm going to read this one, then we're going to pray. Isaiah 45, 1 to 3. He said, Toss here the Lord to his anointed. He said to Cyrus. Look at what it says. He said, Whose right hand have I holding? Somebody, you are going to put your right hand by yourself. Lord, this is me. Your right hand talks about, the right hand there was not just about hand, hand. It talks about the position that Cyrus was saying. He says, who right hands have I holding to do what? To subdue nation before him. He says, and lose the loins of kings. What does it mean to lose the loins of kings? Which means kings disposes of resources to Cyrus. <laughs> Until I see myself eating bread. I'm not saying that. It's not going to happen. I'm not saying those, those physical things qualify my salvation. No, 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 no. But in terms of dominion, until I see, my wife knows the kind of people I want to see to have breakfast with. She knows. I told her, until I get to this level, we keep pressing in. Until I see myself one day where Ramaphosa wants to do a budget planning and he has to call me Darlington. Can we sit and let's discuss about this? What, what do you think of? Ah, I'm using Ramaphosa, for example, in terms of presidents of nations. I'm not saying him, him. But I'm talking about him as terms of the status where he is. He says, and to lose the loins of kings. Haba. Stop thinking that your village ancestor is the one holding you. Start praying for kings to be loose to favor you. He says, and to open him the, the two leaf gates. And the gates shall not be shut. Look at what he says here. He says, and I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. And I will break in peace. For somebody, this scripture, eh, as we are praying, hold this scripture, Isaiah 45, 1 to 3. Forget every other thing. I don't know why the Holy Spirit just laid for me. Forget, just hold that scripture, look at it, remove Silas' name and put your name. He says, and I will break in pieces the brass of iron and cut in asunder the bars of iron. He says, and I will give, look at verse 3. When I tell you that God is interested in your wealth increase and inheritance, look at verse 3. I will give you the treasures of darkness and in hidden riches, it is the hidden spiritual life, the hidden riches of the secret place that thou mayest know that I am the God, I mean, I am the Lord thy God, 
which call you by the God of Israel. You are going to open your mouth on the strength of the scripture. Lord, in the marvelous things that you have assigned for me this month, Lord, I take hold of my wealth. Lord, your word says concerning this, that Cyrus hand you hold, but Lord, I replace Cyrus tonight. Now I know that you can still hold a man and make kings favor him. I understand you can carry a man from the backside and make his gate open where both day and night he's making money. If you think I'm lying, go and ask Mark Zuckerberg. Every time you log in on Facebook, you give that guy 0.022 face, I mean, 0.22 money of your... Anytime as you are streaming correctly on WhatsApp, you are giving Mark Zuckerberg a certain portion of the data. You are doing making money in the morning afternoon evening and night even when you are dreaming that your ancestor is chasing you Mark Zuckerberg is making money open your mouth and begin to pray Lord hold my hand this season for the marvelous things to happen in terms of wealth increase and inheritance hold my hand I remove Cyrus Cyrus is come and gone but it is my time to shine open your mouth and begin to make that declaration Lord I bring myself before you concerning Tech Africa, concerning Afriwana, concerning Platform Center, concerning Luminant. Lord, I declare concerning Platform Church. Lord, I speak tonight. Hold our hands. Hold our hands. Let the heart of queens be loose for our sake. Let men favor us. Let men displace goodness upon our life. Lord, the same way you favor the children of Israel when they were living in Egypt, that whatever they ask, it was given to them. Lord, I proclaim that manifestation. I enter into that reality in this month of May. I hold myself and my wife. I hold myself and the church. I declare tonight we enter into a dimension. As we talk, they do. It is a talking and do season for us. Lord, it is talking and do season for me. Lord, I lay hand on my head and I prophesy to my destiny. I prophesy to the month of May and I say, May hear the word of the Lord. It is our season of talking adu. It is our season of favor. It is our season of talking adu. It is our season of men losing themselves to help me. It is my season of wealth, inheritance, and increase. It is my season. He says, I will break in pieces the gate of brass. Open your mouth and begin to declare everything that wants to stop you from entering into financial rest. Lord, I command that forces be destroyed. Every forces of darkness that want to fight my wealth, fight my increase, fight my inheritance. Sometimes some of those forces is the fact that you lose investment that you have put in place. Lord, I do not care whether the company is not performing. My investment is there and you say that my investment that you will bless my storehouse. I command that my storehouse is blessed. I make profit in my investment. I make profit in my stock. I make profit in my business. For some of you, your investment is your job. Lord, I am investing my time day in, day out. I make profit. I gain increase. I gain promotion. I gain money in dollars. I am favored this month. Put your mouth and make that declaration. It says, I will give you the treasures of darkness. Lord, the treasures of darkness. Opportunities I do not know that exist. Lord, give me those treasures. There are opportunities that is existing that people are making 
billions daily. Lord, help my eyes to see them. I don't just want to come and be disturbing you, Lord. Open my eyes to see where the treasures of darkness are lying. Open my eyes to see the hidden riches. Ratosha manaka kiatosa. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In the name of Jesus. We're going to pray this number six, number four prayer points. What is number four? We're going to pray to win every battle that the enemy is about to bring this month into our lives. Hear me? God has declared this month our month of marvelous things. <laughs> There are enemies that will not want you. I'm going to be honest. I'm not those pastors that will lie to you. There are enemies that are sitting down there waiting for you to say, let's finish. We're going, to, we're going to pray for the strength to win battles. We have been called into a call of fight. I told people, I said, our call as Christians is a call of fight. That is why the Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on the, you have to fight the good fight. It says, for the kingdom of God suffered violence. Only the ones who knows how to fight strategically can take it by force. So we are going to be strategically praying for the month of May. Lord, this month has been declared my month of marvelous things. I understand that there are battles that will show up. Battles in my mind. Battles in my faith. Battles in my action. Battles in my thinking. All manner of battles. Are, let me tell the truth. By the time we finish this service... Tomorrow, you will be shocked the kind of battles that the enemy will present. But the ability to understand that you have prayed it tonight, battles won. Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 1 to 4. Let's look at it. Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 1 to 4. Look at God telling the children of Israel. <laughs> you know, I like this God because he doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't lie to us. He tells us the truth like the way it's supposed to be. Let's look at it. Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 1 to 4. It says here, when thou goest out to the battle against thy enemy, he says, and seest a horse and a chariot and a people more than thou. Look at what he says. Be not afraid of them. God knew that there will be battles that will come. Look at the statement. He said, be not afraid of them. He said, for the Lord thy God is with thee. He says, which will brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. He says, and it shall be when ye come near unto the battle. He didn't say when you pray away the battle. <laughs> he said, you will face the battle. He says that the priest shall approach and speak unto the people. And they shall say unto them, hear, O Israel, you approach this day unto this battle against the enemy. He said, let not your heart faint. He said, fear not. He says, and do not trouble. Neither be ye terrified of them. He said, for the Lord your God is he that goeth with you. To fight for you against your enemy and to save you. The scripture did not make us understand that God will remove the battle. It says the battles will come, but it says, fear not. Fear not. You are going to open your mouth, you are going to pray. Lord, battles that are aligning themselves in my life this month. Lord, on the strength of this scripture that I know that you say, be not afraid, but approach. Be like David. You have to stand before Goliath and carry your sling that you have in your hand. Your sling means everything that you have mastered. Use it to complete, to, I mean, use it to face that battle. Everything that you have mastered is your slings. Use it to fight that battle. David understand that I cannot carry cutlass and all of this. All I know is a catapult. And he mastered catapult and brought the head of Goliath. You are going to open your mouth tonight. You are going to pray in the next two minutes. Lord, battles that are aligning themselves in this month of May. Lord, empower me to fight them all. 
If you notice, I didn't say empower me for the battle to go away. No, no, no way, no way. Lord, empower me to fight them all. Because why victory has been. He says, he says, you will fight against your enemy and I will save you. So which means as you are fighting, God will be throwing stones on the head of your enemy because you are in the field fighting. Open your mouth and begin to pray this prayer. Lord, battles that are aligning themselves in this month of May. Battles are aligning themselves. Lord, give me victory to win them all. Open your mouth and push. For some of you, you are currently experiencing battle. Begin to say, Lord, this battle, give me the victory over this battle. Give me system and strategy on how to deal with it. Open your mouth and begin to pray your way into victory. Lord, concerning this battle in my family. Lord, concerning this battle, we engage it tonight. Lord, I join my faith with my wife. Likronos ake nutasiha. Retinoko paleto sitata. Rikatos jeleke menosa litata. Ratosata. Lord, this battle, we command this battle. Lord, victory over this battle. We declare victory over this challenge. We declare victory over this battle. Lord, we step in. After the prayer and fasting, Lord, we step in. Just like David, we know that you are with us. We fight this Goliath in the month of May. We fight the devil out in the month of May. We rebuke every devourer, every gang up of hell. We rebuke them out in the month of May. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we understand that battles will arise, but we have a victory in Christ Jesus. On the strength of the victory, we speak to every battles tonight. I join my faith with everyone on earth this night. I declare that every battles that you are currently going through, I prophesy that may you win that battle. I declare that you win the battle. I declare that you win the battle. I declare that you win the battle. In the name of Jesus. For some of you tonight, you are tired of the battle that you are going through. I declare strength to fight again. I speak into your bones, your marrows, and your spirit, man. Strength to fight again. Carry the fight. And this time, your God is by your side. Jesus is with you. The Holy Spirit is backing you. Pick up the battle. The battle of poverty. The battle of barrenness. The battle of lack. The battle of retrogression. The battle of misfortune. I speak Speak into your life tonight as you engage this battle. You will win this time. You will win this time. You will win this time. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name of pray. The Bible says in Joshua chapter 23 verse 9 and 10. Joshua 23, 9 and 10. If I can't finish, we'll finish tomorrow. Joshua 23, 9 and 10. Look at what the Bible says. He said, for the Lord has driven them from before you, these great nations. He said, but as for you, he says, no man had been able to stand before you unto this day. He says, one man of, he said, one man of you shall chase a thousand. He said, for the Lord your God, he is at that that fight for you as he had promised. 
He says, for the Lord, this is God speaking to Joshua. He says, hear me, one of you will chase a thousand. Hear me as you go into this month of May. I prophesy into your destiny. Every gang up of hell, every manipulations of the kingdom of darkness to fight you out of your promise. I declare that they fall down for your sake in the name of Jesus. As you engage your battle this month, you shall win every battle. Ha ha! You shall win every battle. You shall win every battle. In the name of Jesus. He said, for the Lord has driven out from before you this great and strong nation. God will drive them for your sake. You hear me? I stand with many of you, many of you, if not all of you, that every battle that you have been going through, battles from your father's house, Battles from your in-law's house. Battles from the land that you are standing on. I declare that from tonight onward, I release victory upon your life. In the name of Jesus, you will pick up that battle and you will win again. You will carry that project and you will win again. You will go into the market with that idea and you will make profit. In the name of Jesus. Ah, shalos kapratasiata. Let's pray these five ones. I'll just pray this number five quickly. Number five. What is number five prayer? multiple advancements multiple advancements multiple he says i will do he said this month for me he says it's a month of marvelous things marvelous things marvelous things amos chapter 9 verse 13 to 15 amos 9 i'm reading from the message bible oh my time amos 9 13 to 15 this one we are going to bless we are going to bless ourselves with this as we wrap up this scripture as we, as we begin to prepare to close amos 9 i mean amos 9, 13 to 15. Look at what the Bible says. Ha! I like this. For somebody you are going to, from the message Bible, let's pray it from the message. It says, yes, indeed. It won't be longer from now. It says, God himself decreed these things. He said, things are going to be happening so fast that your head will swim. He said, one fast, he said, one thing fast on the heels of another. You will not be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. He said, everywhere you look, blessings. Oh, because I see my beloved daughter, blessing is online. Everywhere you look, blessings. He said, blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and the hill. He said, I will make everything right again for my people. He says, they will build their own ruined city. They will plant their vineyard and drink good wine. He said they will walk in their garden and eat fresh vegetable. He says and they will plant and plant them in their own land. They will never again be uprooted from their land that I have given them. He said your God say so. Ah! This is the blessing your God is saying. He said all of this he says I'm going to do. He says one thing blessing heap on another. You are going to open your mouth. You are going to pray this very particular final prayer point. You are going to declare. You see, God says, I am the one decreeing. He says, things are going to be happening so fast. For somebody, you have been living a life that is so slow. This is your scripture to move into fastness. It's ability for you to move into fastness. I have one of my spiritual daughters. I like telling her. She, I don't know how she managed to drive from Jobek to Durban in three, four hours. And my mind, I'm thinking, what the hell? And I like cracking joke with her. I say, because short people, you guys have, you guys have short patience. You are always in a fast lane. Fast lane. I will never forget one day she just tell me, um, Daddy, I'm going to Dublin. I say, okay, no problem. Next minute, I look at time I'm arrived. I say, my, did you fly? What, 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 what happened? But hear me, it is time for you to enter into the fast lane of your life. 
this scripture gives you, it says things will be happening so fast, which means there's a fast lane dimension that is in God. In two minutes, I want you to open your mouth and begin to call multiple advancement. Multiple advancement. You have been making one round, one plus one is equal to two. It is time for you to do one plus one is equal to 11. Open your mouth and begin to proclaim multiple advancement. That as you are doing business here, you are doing this one here, you are doing all of them bringing the profit. Multiple advancement. Open your mouth and begin to prophesy. Lord, I prophesy upon my life and the platform family. I prophesy upon my life and my wife, my children, Ella, Michaela, and Ephraim. I declare that tonight multiple advancement. I speak upon Darlington Steve tonight. Oh yes, the prophet is speaking. I speak upon Darlington tonight. I declare Darlington, you've entered into the fast lane. You've entered into the fast lane of God. In this month of May, things will be happening so fast. In this month of May, things will be happening so fast. You will call 110, will respond. You will call 220, will show up. You will call 300, will move. You will call 100, thousands. I declare that this month of May is my month of multiple advancement. Miraculous advancement. Miraculous advancement. Miraculous advancement. Lord, I prophesy upon my life and my wife. Lord, that we will build the worst places. Places that men says we can't enter, we enter. Lord, in this month of May, Lord, we will plant vineyard and we will reap the fruit of it. Lord, we will plant in our garden and we will eat fresh vegetable. The time for us to eat the food on the table and the time for the food that falls on the ground, we stop that. We eat premium food. We eat premium investment. We eat premium advantage. Lord, I prophesy and I declare upon everyone this morning that where your feet has been planted, you will not be uprooted. You will not be uprooted. You will not be uprooted. That which your heart has found it to do this season, your hand would hold the result. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to open your mind and begin to thank God. We'll continue the remaining two tomorrow and what God has for us tomorrow. I want you to open your mind and begin to say, Father, I'm grateful. I'm grateful because things are happening so fast for me this month. Oh, yes, I enter into the fast lane. Thank you for the opportunity of the fast lane. I thank you because I know that the battles of this month of May, I have gained victory in the battles. As the battles show up, I am not intimidated. I walk in those space and I gain victory. Ah, Ah, retosa. I walk into health. I walk into increase. I walk into inheritance. I don't know about you, but I'm prophesying for my life that as I go out, people will give me land. As I go out, they will call me and give me house, landed properties, money in bank accounts, wheels will be sent to me. My name will be written in the corridors of inheritance and they will just choose to dispose favor to me. Somebody prophesy in just 30 seconds as I step out from this prayer, men will begin to call my numbers. My numbers will ring for promotion. My numbers will ring for increase. My number will ring for dominion. In the name of Jesus. South African system will configure itself to accommodate me. The African continent will bring policy to guarantee my advancement. Lord, I declare that the global they will hear of my name and create a stage for me. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for positioning. Thank you for positioning me back into the marvelous light. 
Thank you for the restoration that you have guaranteed for me tonight. To you I give all the glory. Heavenly Father, I just say thank you. Lord, we have come tonight on the day too. I ask and I say, Father, all the prayers that your people have prayed. Lord, many of them, they prayed it from the heart of the pain where it is paining them. I ask that from tonight onward, solution becomes your portion. <laughs> from today onward, walk into the rested life reality. In the name of Jesus, I declare that by this time next week, that place that you have been bleeding, you will hear a new testimony in your life in the name of Jesus. The same God who has been showing kindness and goodness upon this commission. I call on that God to show you kindness this month. In the name of Jesus. Everyone desiring kindness and a tears of joy. I declare that in this month of miraculous thing, you will experience that kindness. You will experience that tears of joy. For those of you panting after sharing your own testimony, in this month of May, you will share your testimony in the name of Jesus. I declare that from this month you walk on gold. From this month you walk on gold. From this month you walk on gold. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because I know that this is done. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And God's people say, Amen. That's all we have for today. But be sure to continue listening to the Rested Life Conversations. At Platform Church, we are all about simplifying the process, providing solutions, and creating realities for you. If this message has blessed you and you want to be a blessing by supporting this ministry, please visit platformchurch.co.za. Platform Church, family of rest.